Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Professor Wale, 
Soyinka, a Nobel Peace Prize laureate, to start a nonprofit for youth education and the arts. So we are just can't wait. And she does a lot of work with the United States, the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, uh, finding solutions like we do. So, um, Jay, we're ready to rock this. Uh, today, this particular episode is actually sponsored by the Mango Lemon Group and Software Sounds. Yes, the Mango Lemon Group and Software Sounds. That is specifically sponsored. Our last episode was Robert Katende and um, – Nicole Condit Duncan and Esther Mbazi. And if you remember the Queen of Catway uh, with the chess champion from Uganda, had a lot to do with that. Alicia Keys was involved with the song for that movie that was out. Please check that movie up. That was sponsored by Nicole Condit Duncan. This is episode 168. So, Jay, would you bring us right into the news while I bring our guests on? That will so with no problem. Thank you, ma'am. And we will do this. Uh, today's news is, is kind of cool, and it's, it's interesting, Gail. Um, electronics in the classroom leads to lower test scores. You know, I used to think, you know, uh, you could bring your cell phone or your laptop, and that would help you, you know. But the new study has shown that using electronic devices in the classroom can be very distracting to not only to you, but to the other students, leading to lower grades. Um, a study published in the Journal of Education Psychology found that students who have cell phones or laptops present while a lesson is being taught scored 5% or half a letter grade lower on exams than students who didn't use electronics. So you know, I'm wondering if that's really true because I always thought, you know, if you bought your laptop or your computer, you could use it as a tool. But apparently um, it's, it's not the case. Um, researchers have uh, separated 118 college students um, enrolled in the same course into two groups. Each group was taught the same material by the same professor, but one group was allowed to have cell phones and laptops open for non-academic purposes, while the other group was not. The students were allowed electronic, didn't score lower on the comprehension test. So, um, during lectures, the second lower on the exam at the end of the term. So basically, uh, maybe it might not be a good idea to bring your your phone or your laptop to class. Um, I don't know if this is going to change anything out there, you guys, but um, it's good to know that um, sometimes you could leave your your phone off and learn better if you just listen. You know, that's part of our show, Listen and Give, by the way. I just play that on words. Um, the other, the other. Um, uh, thing that's happening is Facebook. Facebook has a new thing. It's called Facebook Message Games, and they're they're, they're making these new video games so they can have super chat uh, competitions. So if you wanted to talk to somebody and you can play games, you could do these these couple of games that they have, and they're coming out with a bunch of games. Um, it spice up your video chat, you know. So you can play Ask Flying Asteroids. Um, uh, they have this game, whoever makes the biggest smile. Um, uh, it's called um, Don't Smile. So if whoever has the biggest smile, their face turns into a cartoon grin. So you can you play these games, you know, while you're having a video chat. Um, so they launch, they're launching these multiplayer games. And the two games are Don't Smile, where the first person to smile has their face turned into a cartoon grin. And the other is called Asteroid Attack. 
where you perch a 3D spaceship on your nose and fly through these asteroids in space. Each game can be played. Uh, up to six people can play each game in a single chat. So it's kind of fun now. Now you can like, kind of play these games on your phone and talk and, and have fun and kind of spices up spices up your um, your activities on the phone. And, and I think I'm going to try one of those things. I think me and Gail will probably try one of these games. I probably want to get the, the, the grin one. So don't smile. Me and her will probably do that one. <laughs> um, we smile a lot all the time. So this is a great game that, you know, you get these little things and you play on your phone and you can have up to six people on the phone. And that's a wonderful thing Facebook is doing. Um, it spices up your video messaging um, and it makes it fun to talk to your friends. So I'm looking forward to playing one of these games. Or so again, Get a chance. One of the games is called Don't Smile. And like like I said, it kind of turns your face into a cartoon grin. And the next game is called Asteroid Attack. So lock that in, people. Um, the Asteroid Attack is where you perch your 3D spaceship on your nose and you fly through asteroids in space. And um, I wonder how good I could be at that. I'm just wondering. Um. Another part of our news segment today is, um, you guys remember Pharrell Williams? He had a song called Be Happy. Well, check this out. Pharrell Williams announced the Yellow Ball Gala. And this is something that, listen, GIF is doing. We're all doing this thing. It talks about protecting artists and taking a people stance on federal art funding. Okay? And Pharrell, in which I'm a big fan of Pharrell, so I really love his music, I love what he does, he's so talented. Um, he's become the creative creative director for American Express Platinum. Um, he started that in 2016 and has worked uh, closely with financial services companies to bring awareness to the importance of arts and education. He's been an advocate for nearly two years. Um, the Happy Singer is taking his efforts one step further with his inaugural yellow Ball Gala. Now, the gala, this event will take place Monday, September 10th in Brooklyn at the Brooklyn Museum, and it will benefit all of the young people, young artists, arts, for learning the, learning uh, arts and education, um, and we need that. It will be a big network. The yellow ball is, was, was chosen by Pharrell as the color. He has many meanings and ties to the purpose of the event. Um, Pharrell views the color in the event as helping to shine light on the needs for art and education and its ability to pave ways for a brighter future. Elizabeth Rutledge, chief marketing officer of American Express, says Pharrell adds that this is about bringing light to the cause. So some of the uh, performers will be there at the Yellow Ball. Performing will include a special set from one of my favorite artists, Missy Elliott along with music from a, a lot of other talented, talented artists. Um, so if you, all, if you guys are in Brooklyn and you're around on September 10th this year, make sure you stop by the Brooklyn Museum and enjoy uh, enjoy this wonderful Yellow Ball Gala with Pharrell Williams. So yeah, so that concludes uh, my news segment today. And I hope you guys got a kick out of this. And so I'm looking forward to maybe I can fly out there. Me and Gail can attend this ball. It would be a wonderful thing for us to to attend. Um, 
The other thing that's happening out here in San Francisco is we're going through a lot of uh, disturbance fires. We have like one of the biggest fires out here on the West Coast. Um, where I am in San Francisco, I uh, hope everybody prays for all the victims here because we need all the prayer and help. And any any type of packages you can send out to the Red Cross out here would be so wonderful. Um, this has been the biggest fire in the history of my state, and there's been a lot of people who've lost their homes, lives. Uh, it's just horrific. And so I just wanted to bring attention to that. Um, um, listen, give is supporting all, all of the victims here in California. Um, and this at the top of my state. It's just so tearful for me to see my state burning down. It's very hot here in California. And so, again, I'm, I'm hoping that everybody would send their prayers and love and wish these uh, victims um, uh, hope and they'd be able to get back on their feet for those who've lost their loved ones and their homes. Um, and so I'm sending my heart out to them. And um, I just want to bring that, uh, that attention on our show. Um, I'm sorry, I got a little choked up. So basically, that's what's going on here. Um, uh, as far as the news with me, what's going on with Jay is I got a chance to attend a wonderful event uh, last night. Uh, the Oakland A's gave a heritage event for African Americans, and I was able to sit there with a lot of wonderful people and enjoy um, enjoy a great event with panelists. Um, one of the wonderful panelists there. Uh, that I met and talked to um, was the Bryant Shaw, who played for the Lakers and Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers, and various teams. Who was from Northern California. Um, um, it was a wonderful event. And I will get a chance to share that with you. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to keep that and share that at another. Uh, another time when Gail's available, I'll share that information and what happened at that event because I want to talk about one of the legends, and his name is Vita Blue. So I want to share that with you. He won, was part of the 1971-72-73 World Championship A's, Oakland A's team. He's done a lot of stuff in the community. And so that this will be another time we'll, we'll share the story. So I'm just um, waiting for my partner to get back on the phone here. Um, yeah, so I've been I've been um, doing a lot in my community, and like I said before, I've been really praying for these victims here in California. Um, it's just just really, 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 really sad. Um, I don't know who or how these fires get started here in California. Very interesting. Um, how that works because, you know, I, I'm, I'm very suspicious that somebody would just go out and um, Hi, Jay. How are you? We seem to have had a technical difficulty there. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes, yes, we all are on audience. We apologize. We are going to bring on Faluke Michael. 
Paluke, we're sorry for the breakdown. You are live on the radio. Please meet Jay Logan. Uh, Jay Logan, please meet Paluke Michael, located in Nigeria. We are so excited. How are you, Paluke? I'm very good. How are you? I'm fine. It's wonderful. Thanks for joining our show. Thank yes. you so very much, and um, thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. And, Paluke, this is a show where we have a lot of fun, okay? So please sit back and feel free to have some fun. So what we usually do, Faluke, on this show is that we ask you a series of questions so the audience can get to know you, the international audience can get to know you, and we ask that we, uh, we tailor our questions and that you only have your answers relate to the questions because if you give away all of the good stuff ahead of time, then we won't be able to get all the, uh, all the goodies out. Is that okay with you? Very okay. Thank you for the guy so, here. Yes, because we definitely don't want everyone to know everything too quickly. So, Faluke, <laughs> okay. we, yeah, we want to save enough for later. So, Faluke, I just want to share with you a little bit about Jay Logan, my partner. He is an uh, award-winning producer in San Francisco, okay, um, as well as okay. I do international affairs. I'm also a songwriter, and he's helped produce some of that music as well that's going to the UN. So, um, you know, in addition to all the other work we do in international affairs and with nonprofits, with youth and education, these are some of the other things about uh, Jay and I we want you to know about. And so, Faluke, we would like to ask you to share with our audience where you are from and, and, the, and the work you do. But don't give all of the answers away because we have more questions <laughs> for you, Okay. But just, where, you know, tell the audience where you're from and a little bit about the work you do. Okay. Uh, my name is Foluke Michael. I live in Lagos, Nigeria. I'm a Nigerian, and I'm from the southwestern state in Nigeria. I am a social worker. I work with the Creative Youth Community Development Initiative. We are building a new world. So we're raising leaders that would build the sustainable world and get us to that destination of having good world ahead of us, basically. Okay, well, I know Jay has a question for you. Yes, I do. Um, You seem to have such a commitment for your country. How is this ingrained in you as a child? I didn't get that please. Could you call me again? Yes, Luke. You seem to have such a commitment for your Hello? country. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Commitment for my country. I think yes. you, That's correct. Okay. That's correct. So how is this ingrained in you as a child? Oh, I grew up as um, the only female uh, among seven other boys. I grew up to understand that we're equal and there's need for me to make a change, basically. So my growing up was inspired by my father, who believed that I am going to be a hero. So he kept saying to me that as early as three to four years that 
you are the change that the world is working for. So I, I grew up to see myself as a change agent. That is why I do what I do. Wow. 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 Jay, I know you have a backup. I know you want to ask something else, so I'm not going to yeah. even. <laughs> yes. Blue case. Okay, so you, you see, you've seen yourself as a child, as this person that can change the world. So did you have a dream? Yes. And if you did, what was your dream? My first dream actually was when I was 10 years old. I came up with a, a particular result in my primary school, and I was first position. I've always been first position. So that year, I was first position. So I came home crying, you know. I, I didn't want my father and my mother to see me because I felt I was a failure. First position wasn't good enough. So my father saw me, and he asked why I was crying, and I told him, that I had first position and it's so, I was so sad. And then he told me, probably the teacher did not mark your, uh, your, 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 your text very well. And maybe some pages of my paper were skipped. That he believed that that first position, I had it. That I should imagine myself having that first position. That fault is not mine. That I should go back, read again, and bring home the fuck because there is no one in my class that was better than I than I was. That inspired me. So I never saw third and fourth as failure anymore. I saw myself even when I had fourth or fifth position that I was the first at the best in my class. That was the spirit that was ignited in me as a young girl. So mm-hmm. from that day, my life changed. I had a new perspective that I needed to live a new world to impress my father. That was how I felt as a child. That my father must always be impressed and he must see me as a change maker. That was it. That was the dream. It wasn't like I slept and I dreamt. No, it was a real life conversation. And that has kept me to today. Wow. Well, Whoa. given your love for your, <laughs> I mean, I love it. Well, you know, given your life for your country and, and taught to you since a child, with your school background, how did you end up with a nonprofit for youth? <laughs> uh, this is a, a, a big of story. I graduated in secondary school believing that I was going to, I was good in science. So I wanted to, I didn't want to read the microbiology or biochemistry or medicine. I wanted something more challenging because since I grew up to struggle with the boys, I wanted to continue with that spirit, so I opted for engineering. So for my, the next five years of my life, from secondary school, I went for civil engineering, structural option. So we were 784 in our class with 77 boys. So you know what I mean? I had to struggle to read, to do my join, I had to do all of this. I, I, the wrestling, the, the strength I had for my childhood as a girl, I missed the boys. And then from the secondary school, I had to go from home to school all the time and struggle with the boys because the boys are always like first, second, third position. And I wanted to compete with them, basically. And they went into school and I had to study engineering. I remember after school, I was posted 
to work with a jetty where construction company was going on, and it was a jetty line, and I had to work on water. That was the, the second challenge of my life because I never, I never learned how to swim. So I had to work for the next one year on a jetty with water all around me. The first day was I was going to die. The second day I made up my mind and said to myself, follow, you can do it. You were told to do it. Get into that water with your life jacket. I'm sure you're going to make the best engineer. That was it. That was it. From that point, I knew that there is something in me that will give back. Well, I worked for about two years, and I realized that I have to make change happen. And I, I got a young, young girls and boys, and I said, look, we need to work with us. We need to work with a social worker. There is no salary. I'm going to be paying them with a little advantage. This is what got us to Italy in 2001 to represent Nigeria among 71 countries in Katarina Dumedici uh, painting competition and Nigeria won. That was what brought me to limelight. And I met Professor Wale Shoyinka in that same Italy that same year. Okay. Uh, Jay, I'm going to leave this one to you. <laughs> I, Gail, you know, Faluke, me and Gail, we can feel your energy. You're so powerful. You, we feel you. I feel everything you, you're saying, and it's just wonderful that you just, you just got so much energy and power. power. I just wanted to ask you, um, and Gail, as, as, yes. it's Gail as well, we want to know what does your organization do for the youth in Nigeria? Okay, uh, my organization is creating youth community development initiative. We have a series of projects running concurrently. The first is we, we, we know that the reason why Africa is poor and backward, which I believe and I know because I live in Africa, is because of leadership. We have problems with leadership position. We don't have change makers who go to those positions to make change happen to serve. But we have a lot of leaders who are ready to die on the throne, serving their pockets, serving themselves and all of that. So I feel if we need to make change happen, we cannot correct them anymore. They are no longer teachable. We need to make, build a sustainable future. And the children, the youth, and the young adults. So the story started with the vision of the child. We, we train from age 8 to 12. You know, what it is to have non-formal learning system where you have to bring all the children and the youth together be, uh, beyond their classroom and teach them values and integrity and let them realize also that they are born to create change. They are born to lead their country. They are born to make change happen. And, you know, there's something about young children. They believe you. They don't have to argue with you. They know you're telling them the truth. They try all the things you tell them. And this is how I started working with children with, uh, with, under the supervision of the Nobel laureate, Professor Wale Shoyuka, in 2011. And you know what? We started teaching them moral, telling them, look, you're not just born to, to, to waste yourself. You're born to make a difference for everyone created into this world. At least you have one talent to change the world. All we need was to train. So we train them on, on the platform of the vision of the child. And, of course, at a particular year, we have to switch to another project 
and its cooperative youth initiative against corruption so that we can uh, uh, tell them about the value system. I mean, you can't be a leader without integrity. If you're going to lead change, integrity was important. Rule of law has to be opposed, you know. Leadership has to be taught, and we did that. Today, we are having over 4,000 school children and youth that are already on this platform. All they are looking at is to be sustainable in the future, be the leader that they are born to be, and aspire to make change happen in leadership position, basically. And now we're crossing to the university as well. We have another project for undergraduates and the young graduates. We're telling them because, I mean, the high level of unemployment in my country is very high. It's so it's unimaginable. So what are we doing? We're developing their capacity to work as entrepreneurs. Whatever they can do, we teach them how to do it better, pitch their ideas with investors, and get them to roll. Our wow. ultimate goal, ultimate goal is to get them to change the horizon of African continent. And believe me, it is doable because we are on the line for that. Wow. Oh, my God. You know, I'm so glad. So here is the surprise. Saluke, I haven't told any of my team members. So as of today, I'm announcing to everyone, and this will be going out today, August 8th, on the day of my mother's birthday, that we started this project. Mango Lemon Group, Software Sounds, Listen, Give Initiative, Savoy, Save, uh, Stop All Violence on Youth. Today is the day that we are partnering with Faluke Michael and Syax to make sure that this comes to the forefront, not just for Nigeria, but the model that myself and Jay and all of our teams have is brought out there to make the difference. And when we say make a difference, we're not talking make a difference. We're talking walk the walk commitment because, you see, passion is fleeting. It lasts for only a moment. But commitment and integrity when you have a commitment, you will always get up for that commitment. Passion will leave you. So with the commitment and the integrity, we are developing. We are partnering, Jay Logan. Our team is partnering with Faluke, okay? We're all partnered with the UN, and we're partnering with Faluke. And we are so excited because our goals resemble each other from the music in international affairs, the sustainable development goals, Yes, Jay Logan, Savoy, and Listen Give are partnering today with Faluke for SIAC. So that was my surprise for you, Jay. Wonderful. So That's beautiful. I, yeah, I'm really I'm, I'm excited because, Jay, you know that we do the arts, and that is what this initiative that Faluke has is about solutions to the art. I'm sorry, solutions through art. And so I am so excited about this. So, Faluke, my next question is, how did your organization become so well-versed in finding solutions to the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, otherwise known as the Global Goals Around the World? Okay, great. I'm going to bring it back a little bit. The Global Goals, the SDG, was once MDG. If you remember Millennium Development Goals, that was yeah. where it started from. Right. So, you know, I, 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 before that, I, I, before then, I've done a couple of projects with, with children, with, with uh, teenagers, with young adults. And I felt 
that. I needed more knowledge to bring this project together and with them, I mean, with them in such a way that they, they, they are intertwined. So I had to go back to the university in 2015 in Manchester, Southport University, to study project management just for this project. So I went back and I did masters. And as soon as, I mean, I was just writing my project in September 2015 when the SDG was announced. So what I did was copy the targets that we're working with on education, on no poverty, zero hunger, health, on goal 16, goal 17, and brought them into my study. So I actually studied for SDGs, basically. And, of course, after the university, I was ready to explode because I had more knowledge. I've been able to read the SDGs. I've been able to work on SDGs for my project. I did a community project as my sign-up project at the university. And you know what? I came out clean that, look, it's high time that we move along with SDG because, look, UN has done something. They have given the entire world some goals to work with. We do not need to reinvent any wheel. All we need to do is to pick each of those goals and make them ours. That is what we did. And the mm -hmm. only way, believe me, the only way you can make anything work, project, whatever, is using art to communicate. Yes. Me, the world was yes. framed yes. through art. The world yes. itself was framed through art. And if everyone must make solutions after, they have to go to the beginning, which is using art. When I say art, I mean literary art, I mean painting, I mean music, you know, I mean drama, using all of these with them together to solve the problem. And, you know, over the years, we have used art. As I speak to you today, we have 193 art, artwork that has been done by all of these change makers. It means that I can tell 193 stories. And each of those stories, they start with the problem, the effect, how we got there, and the solution. All we need to do is to replace those solutions, and the world will be a better place to live. Ask is the best way to communicate. There is no SDG without embracing us totally. 2030, like I said in Germany some months ago, 2030 is doable. Only if we all come together and embrace art. That is the story. From art, we have gotten into animation, we've gotten into movies, we've gotten into music. We have used art to tell story in musicals, and, and we've done a, quite a number of projects using art to communicate. So UN has become, UN targets and goals has become, become our primary responsibility, and it's our primary assignment, and that is where we are. You know what, Jay, Saluke, this is a note to the United Nations. We are coming. We are coming because we have the solutions. So what, as everyone knows, Creators 2030 was a brainchild since I was a child. I wanted to bring the creative and arts community together from all over the world. In fact, that's how Jay and I actually met. And so with doing that, we started the Creators 2030 some months back with another team another team that happened to be in Asia that brought it to Asia and to one of the top universities in Asia. And then we brought, brought it to here to New York. What is Creators 2030? It's where we support 
artists across all disciplines, whether you're a painter, a sculptor, a musician, and uh, a music artist, a songwriter, a producer, everyone wants to derive a full-time income from their art. So what Jay and I and our team are doing is providing them with food once a month, also health care once a month, and business advisement to have their art derive full-time, okay? So they don't have to worry at least about food and health care at least once a month. And it's all ages. So this is an important wow. factor. In, uh, and and in, in addition to that, while we support them so they have a full-time art, their art is used to look at the problem, where we are now, and the solution. And it tells a story. So we work with storytellers, filmmakers, photographers, visual artists, graphic artists, musicians, everything across the board. Okay? So you got to get Faluke. Jay had no idea of this. My other partners, Alice and Jean and all of them, they have no idea of this, okay? So this is going to be a, this is a, big, a, big, a big surprise. This is what I was announcing today on the day of my mother's birthday from when this project was uh, involved. So, Jay, I know you, you know, the blessing that I have for Luke is that my partner, Jay, here, he, I, we drive him crazy a little bit, but he just, he comes together with us, and so does my partner, Alice, Jean, Nicole, our global advisors, which are young students, um, we're so I'm so grateful for the partnership I had because this was a childhood dream, and it's now come into wow. fruition. And so having this done with like Whole Foods, WeWork, and a couple of other sponsors, this is amazing. So Jay, did I kind of shock you today with these two things? Oh yes, I'm very shocked, but it's beautiful. I'm, <laughs> it just puts a big smile on my face. It's just wonderful. I, I'm very ah, woo, I'm shocked. Yeah. Yeah, this is beautiful. Um, Faluke, this is beautiful. So, wow, what can I say? I can't, I'm overwhelmed with this. Yeah, great news here. Yes, and Jay, we, our sponsors are WeWork all over the world and Whole Foods all over the world. Um, we thank Billboard for coming out last month and sharing with our, you know, you know our Billboard global advisor, Jay, who we can't mention his name because of certain reasons. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so I'm so glad that our entire group for Listen, Give, and Stop, you know, all, all Violence on Youth isn't, you know, this is what we do. And that's why we, that's why we don't talk a lot. We just do it. So finding Faluke as a partner, um, you know, uh, our team, you know, I, I believe that you have to own who you are. And Faluke is one of those people who embodies that. She owns who she, are, she is. Uh, Jay Logan is an award-winning uh, producer. I am an award-winning uh, panelist. I'm an award-winning um, videographer. You know, um, I've worked with everyone from former President Clinton to uh, Warner Brothers Television to Goldman Sachs and a lot of other companies, you know. So I'm very grateful to have a partnership with the UN, with Jay, and uh, very grateful to now have this partnership together with Faluke who is widely and in, in recognized and respected. So it's not about touting your education as much as it is about understanding who you're dealing with and that people amass a certain amount of wisdom in addition to education. You know? And the, the most important thing that I'm hearing in Jay and the work we do and Faluke is that they allow the youth to be youth. They don't try to rush them in growing up, but they allow them and support them on their, their, as they grow. So that's what's important. Jay, I know we have two last questions for you, Faluke, and then um, we will end our show. So 
Jay, uh, what is your next question for Faluke? Well, Faluke, my my next question, you covered a little bit of this, but I was wondering if you could share, uh, it's it's a two-part question. Share what artists, what art do the youth and the, the children they focus on, and if you could share a success story of one of your students or uh, one of the young people that you saw uh, come up and become a success story, if you can share that story with us also. Okay. we Basically, we are focused, uh, focusing right now on the 17 sustainable development, the, the sustainable development goals. We have worked on basically more on education, as in education. We've worked on good health, meet uh, sustainable development goals. We've actually also worked on partnership. The, the success story we had was the recent one where out of about 740 organizations around the world, we were chosen to, we were nominated for United Nations. We were nominated for United Nations. And trusting, they were from 125 countries in seven continents. We came out as the final winner, the most creative and innovative project in the world <laughs> in March. So I received that award in Germany, UNSDG Award Innovator Category. That was a big one because we started that story raw from art. The art became the music. The music became the innovative idea to help SDG to thrive globally, and that was recognized. Ooh, and it was sorry. done by four, four artists, four young children, ah. brought, put the paintings together. All we did was to innovate them. I'm going to send you some videos, and you, I mean, we, it, it was, we were overwhelmed writing. Please keep going. In Germany, when we're called upon to, to receive such an award, Oh my God! Wow! I, I mean, yeah. I mean, Jay, you, you know, this couldn't be more. I mean, this is what this is the work we do, and um, I am so excited because, Faluke, this is exactly the work we do. This is exactly. This one is giving me the warning that I have uh, uh, ninety seconds up, ten seconds more. Oh uh, no, no, you can keep going. No, no, you can keep oh, okay. going. Okay. Yes, we are right. ve- we are very excited about this. I mean, this is amazing. And one of the things that I, my you know my last question before Jay and I have a question together for you is we'd like you to talk about the initiative for girls a little bit. Oh yes, we uh, that that's the the newest idea. I woke up sometimes in the month of February. Just before we got the award, I never knew we were going to get an award anyway, because we're, we're cool with the certificate, with us being one of the certificate finalists. So, and I woke up and I said to myself, how do we, there was some schools we went to, and we saw that young children were doing drugs in some local, uh, within Lagos. And I was touched. Meanwhile, before, now we have dealt with six uh, global problems as topics. We have done uh, the vision of the child, how children view their environment. We've actually talked on the rule of law and law of impunity in paintings. We have done 1,001 cases of corruption in Nigeria. We have actually done the story of the Chibon girls. I know you know about those girls that were missing in Nigeria. We yeah. did those in paintings. Yes, we did those in paintings. We told the government to sign them. You know, we made noise. 
and then we did another one. Why is Lagos what Lagos is? Lagos became 50. Is Lagos really aging gracefully or is Lagos really planted? So we did that and we took the children and the youth into the world of project management, how to develop their thinking and make a project so that they can have economic sustainability in the future. So as I was in the bathroom that morning, I just felt so touched seeing young girls and boys that are trapped in drug abuse here in Nigeria. And I wonder that we need to do a project. So because there are more of 90 to 10 percent more boys doing the drug than girls, I wanted to say whereby we hear from girls how the solution to the world is going to come out from painting. So we nominate, we wrote to the schools. We have over 2,000 schools in our database in Lagos alone. We wrote to them and we looked at the results of the past that they have worked with us. And we nominated 17 girls from 17 schools with 17 SDGs using 17 creative ideas. Presentation <laughs> to undo one global issue, and the issue is drug abuse. So, the project was not created in one day. It took me time because from phase one, I'll think again what is going to be the next phase? Would this work just like that? We took them through uh, training, through mentoring, UNODC join us, EU join us. They gave us materials. We went to this 17 school. We taught the students, I will share some pictures with you in different schools. We taught them the meaning of SDG, how they can be a voice in their society. So what we did that was unique was, apart from the fact that they were preparing solutions to drug abuse, we made them like our ambassador to each cause. So each girl knows that apart from this drug abuse solution, they also need to stand in their school for no poverty, for quality education, for good health, for all of that. So we have one girl to one cause, helping the world to reach 2030. At the end of the entire lecture in school, we went through creative labs. We did uh, creative lab 7.0 and 7.1, where we brought artists, teachers together to coach them, to let them come out of the, because of course they have this idea, but we wanted to impact them more. And by June, the very first week, we brought them together before live audience, I mean, they, we gave them every material that they were going to use to create their presentation. And for four to five hours, we saw girls working on their paintings. At the end of about five hours, they were done with those paintings, and they were amazing. The next thing we did was, look, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna write the story, let the world see. So we, we, we wrote a story. Look, we looked at their paintings, we wrote a story that would touch abused women, that would touch a child that is already addicted, that would touch the world. It's called Trap. So we did a movie, and the girls acted as actors. And for the first time in my life, I became an actor. I was in that movie as the abused woman. And we, had, we released this movie, the documentary on our journey, and the 17 creative presentations on June 26, 2018, to mark International Day Against Drug Abuse and Illicit Trafficking. Girl, you can't believe it. We brought UNODC and EU to come into that hall. They've never seen that before. Everybody were amazed that we did that within a period of about two months plus and will achieve such a project. So these girls are now the change makers we have in Nigeria. They've been announced. 
They are 17 change makers. They are our trainers. Our duty is to impact them more. They go back to their immediate community. They become tutors. That is where we, where we are going to. So they go one, we go to one school, to 10 school, and start speaking. We have taught them public speaking and all of that. In that way, it won't be Folu alone. It will not be 17 young girls, better than Folu, making change happen within their immediate community, their towns, their churches, their that gathering and of course within Nigeria and beyond announcing SDGs. So we've been able to impact them, solve a global problem and of course expose them to the rudiments of SDGs. That is the story of the seventeen girls. Wow. Wow. Seventeen girls for the seventeen girls. I love it. <laughs> well I love it. Yeah. Oh my God. Well you know um one of the last questions um Oh my God! I just Jay, do you not love her? Oh, she's beautiful. I I think she's the world. That she's doing it, and we are all doing you know, it. And so yes, I love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And congratulations, so, um, congratulations from us. Congratulations on everything yes. your award. Congratulations. You. Congratulations Thank from all, so both of us. Much. And so what we want to tell the world is, we will be working with Faluke, Jay and I, our music, her music, everything. This is what we do. The Creators 2030 was born almost, I'm not going to say the years, because that would give you guys my age. But I will say that this has been born over, mm, let's say over 15 years ago. I'll leave it at that. And um, we, uh, we would love to have you come back. Jay, wouldn't you love to have her back in the next two weeks? Yes, in 17 days. <laughs> Come, come yeah, immediately. I, <laughs> yes. I mean, I was truly inspired, you know, the power in her, Jay. It just actually inspired me. I don't know if you were inspired, but I know I was. Yes. Thank you. I thank you so much. And, everyone, we're going to leave out. Uh, we started with the song that was created for my mom uh, that Jay helped to also be a part of. And uh, there's an artist that you guys will all find out about later. Oh, God, out of Germany. I can't wait to share. So it's between myself, Jay, Miss um, Lou, and several other people that this was not a one-person thing. So we're going to leave out now with Jay and his group called Software Sounds in Phoenix, and it's called Deja Vu. Okay? So, everyone, thank you for being on the show, and we are leaving out with Deja Vu. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.